and welcome to the Fleet Geeks podcast. We're here to help develop fleet and transport professionals. Do you want to progress and develop your skills and knowledge? We promise to bring lively conversation and debate around interesting issues and keep you bang up to date with changes in our awesome industry. The Fleet Geeks are a community of professionals and if you enjoy the podcast, why not join the discussion for free in the Fleet Geek community over on Facebook. Straight in. Now I'll tell you what, it's my favourite part of the week is getting together podcast. with you Mike, and chewing the fat, mate. On podcast, we love it, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think the, uh, the 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 listenership has been um, has been has been rising, hasn't it? Slowly but surely. I'll so. tell you what, mate, it's phenomenal when yeah. I look at it in comparison to a half dozen things. The uh, the downloads, the trajectory of the downloads. Obviously, it's not reached a half dozen things yet, but. We've got to remember, I've been doing a half dozen things for two and a half years now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm hoping it'll end up, it'll all end up a bit like that Joe Wicks fella, you know, that geezer who had some followers, some followers, some followers. That that, that (laughs) one, yeah, that one with the long hair and the body and what have you. But yeah, he just sort of took off at um, lockdown. I'm not saying I hope there's another lockdown, but I'm I'm thinking at some point it's just going to go bananas. Um, But it's lovely. Every time someone just sort of, weaves their way out of the woodwork and gives us a bit of feedback. I um, I had uh, Victoria, uh, who recently tried the, the peer-to-peer group, and I had a chat with her on the phone the other day, and she just said how inspirational... Yeah we are in the podcast and what have you I just yeah. thought it's amazing getting well I think feedback. I think I think and, and, and I do you know what I go around the country and uh, deliver training and um, it's, it's great when people come up to you and say yeah I listen to the podcast and you think well Oh really? It's like it's such a like shock, and and no, no, I don't know why it should be such a shock, but it's such a, it's great, isn't it? It's a, it it really does uh, make it worth all worthwhile, and I think we do, we we never set out to be in. This is not a training. This is not an instructional thing. No, um, I'm I'm sure that that the, the listeners get. Um, information from it, which I think they find useful, and um, you know we know that from the feedback we've been getting. But we never make it; we never mean for it to be uh, like a, like a training, in, in, you know, in, or, or, or you know, we, it's just what well, was, was the three of us now, the two of us, just just literally chewing the chewing the, the cut yeah, over it's over just, it's amusing, transport it? stuff, you know, and it um, it's musings, and I think I think more than anything, it's. I think sometimes we end up asking more questions than answers anyway, oh, yeah, isn't it? But definitely. And I think today today's no different to uh, to any other. The today the big question for Mike and I is is driver CPC working time? The reason that question's come about is um, I gave uh, I gave someone some advice on Messenger. Uh, dropped me a message on Messenger asking me to do a podcast actually on the subject and does it count as working time for which I gave an answer and one of my very respected associates uh, Tom uh, gave some alternative advice so Mm. uh, Mike and I went away and had had a bit of a look actually because the advice I gave was that if a driver isn't paid for driver CPC then it can be taken as part of their part of their weekly rest and um the advice, the conflicting advice had been that driver CPC is working time. Someone is not freely disposing of their time because they have to be on a driver CPC course, which is a perfectly uh, perfectly acceptable uh, response as well. And interestingly, there's there's an element of us both being right. So, and, and this is sometimes a challenging thing in the industry to give people some context because I never saw that rule in writing. I was told it. And I can't remember now because it was back in... So the the query was actually back 
in 2019, sort of during the mm. course of the last influx of driver CPC training. And I was hell-bent that it was a DVSA examiner. I can't remember exactly which one, but I attended a couple of new operator seminars that year. And um, it, the question came up, and it was quite categoric, that if a driver is not paid to attend CPC, he can attend as part of his weekly rest. Um, so I took that as categoric, and that's always been the advice moving forward, as you do. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, I also want to make the point that I think that Tom Tom's sort of partly right as well, because in the spirit of the law and, and in the spirit of working time uh, and morally, driver CPC is working time. So I'm not, yeah. I'm not arguing that at all. But Mike, I, I yeah. sort of posed the question to you and you went away and did a bit of research uh, yesterday, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, and it's, it is, you know, it's, it's something that, that I've learned over the years to avoid during training courses. But people tend to think that everything is black and white and... You know, you're a trainer, you know the law. What what can I do? Can I do this or can I do that? Can't I do this? Can't I do that? And like a lot of law, it comes down to interpretation. And how, how not only how you interpret it, but more importantly, how a traffic commissioner or, or, or a, a, a magistrate's court's going to interpret it. Sorry, I'm just I'm just waving at Mike. I want to turn the heat turn down. Turn the heat down. We've, Are you okay? we've struggled with temperature t- t- today. I'm here, sweating my Yeah, off, it is mate. getting a bit warm. Yeah, I'm turning it down if that's all right. Just Sorry, you carry on, Matt. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Full show, showing off that we've got uh, yeah, super duper aircon and uh, heating in here and everything. So yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, it is down to interpretation, isn't it? And how, how each individual, maybe even, you know, if you speak to a DVSA officer, they, I know they're very guarded in giving specific, uh, you know, they will give gener- generic advice, but very... So, yeah, I went away and looked at it. And, of course, it, the, the definition of, of, of working time is in... or the, Sorry, the definition of, of rest is in, uh, is in EC 561-2006. But, you know, the way it's written, it's, you've got to remember it's been written in... Um, it's it's not even you know it was written by the European Union and they have to use a language that is uh, acceptable across the whole of the EU etc etc so sometimes interpretation is, is is difficult so we look to the guidance that the DVSA give us and the DVSA say that um, do you want me to read it yes go on let's yeah. Yeah, read it get it verbatim because, yeah because this is this is verbatim off yeah. the Gov website. Training related to obtaining slash retaining a driver certificate of professional competence in bracket CPC, where the training is at the request or instigation of an employer, i.e. this is referring to what's classed as working time. However, so in the context of working time, I probably should have made that clearer. So in the context of working time, this is working time. Training related to obtaining and retaining a driver certificate of professional competence, CPC, where the training is at the request or instigation of an employer. Driver CPC training can only be undertaken during rest periods if the driver is attending voluntarily and not at the request of, an empl- of the employer. Yeah, so there's, there's, there's actually two things at play here, really. There's, there's and, and two different pieces of legislation. You've got... Um, the, 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 you know, the working time rules, the road transport regulations, and you've also got the the driver's hours rules, which define rest. And uh, you know, if you're interrupting your rest to character to, to go on some training, that cannot be counted as your as a part of your weekly rest. Uh, and therefore, also the training has to count towards your working time as well when you're calculating your working time under the road transport regulations, the working time rules. So I've, I can't, my interpretation is that it, if there is an obligation for you to be there, um, 
it's not so much the pay, it's the obligation. Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're really there. proud to sponsor it, it, it the Fleet Geeks podcast. Flagship Partners offer a range of consultancy rest. and training services um, to ensure that our customers remain compliant and have the best possible knowledge to be able to fulfill their work. If you're interested in support with any of our safety, HR or compliance services, or you want to train to be a transport manager or need driver CPC training, give us a call today. When I think about it from a moral point, Driver CPC morally and ethically is clearly working time. Yeah. Uh, as is any work related training. Um, and however, that then presents its own set of challenges for operators because, you know, um, I I wouldn't be surprised, I don't know categorically, but I wouldn't be surprised if on occasion on a Saturday I might have trained someone who hasn't had nine hours of daily rest Definitely. since uh, the end of their last shift. Yeah. Uh, would you say that's fair? And Absolutely. I imagine, I imagine there's a lot of uh, trainers up and down absolutely. the country that would vouch for that. We know. And, and you know, when they, they, they slip something in towards the end of the course, like... Um, oh great! I can have a couple of hours, and I'm uh, I, I'm I'm off out. I'm off out. I'm, I'm starting to you know a night shift, and you suddenly realise actually they're they're night workers and they've come yeah. in during the day. Yeah. Now, I thought that, you know we've got a no snore guarantee here, of course, so we do keep them awake. But um, then you realise why. But um, mm, and it's always an ethical yeah. problem then yeah. for and the I, trainer. I've, I've certainly trained people who I think it probably has put them over a 15-hour shift that day as well. Yeah, absolutely. Additionally, yeah. too. So, uh, yeah, ethically challenging, challenging and um, morally, too. So from that point of view, uh, I think if you're, if you're a company that wants to do the right thing, um, obviously what, what the, the legislation stating there is if you're paying for driver CPC and you're paying a person to attend, there is category. It's part that, of their working work. Working it's, it's a part of their working week. So. That is working time. So if at any time you're paying a driver to attend, that is working time for their working yeah. week. Uh, I think I think the greyness comes out of this voluntarily yeah. element of where you may put on a course and then it's voluntarily up to a driver to turn up for one of the free courses that you put you on offered, for them on yeah. an annual basis. Um, where I know there's the large majority of companies out there would expect that to be part of a, a driver's weekly rest. Now, that makes total sense, and I think, obviously, from an operational point of view, uh, I think I think there's a lot of companies out there that are doing it, and I'm sure if the contract was worded in such a way that said the company will put on three CPC courses a year, uh, you are able to voluntarily attend one of those CPC courses in a year to ensure that you maintain your driver CPC. It's probably quite hard to challenge Shall, that yeah. against against what we're what we're reading there. But is it the letter of the law or the spirit, spirit of, of the, the law? law? Yeah, and I suppose you'll only find out. You know, people say, "Well, we, you know, come on, tell me what is it? What what should I do? Shouldn't I do? It? You can't. You, you, the only way you're going to find out normally when something goes terribly wrong and you're having to explain it to either a magistrate or a judge or, 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 or a traffic commissioner. So, you know, it's, it, it is, I think it's worth definitely worth giving some thought to how each individual company does that and, and handles it. I think that's the, probably the, the message there. And, and look at each individual circumstance as it, as it falls. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, it, is a, it is a tricky one, isn't it? It's, you see, it, that's the interesting thing about this industry. It, it occasionally kicks up things like that, and you think, well, actually, when you give it some thought, I mean, I've always considered it to be working time because, as you say, like the, you know, the spirit of the thing, they're, they're there, they're not... I don't think I've ever had anybody come on a driver CPC course who said, 
I don't really need to come on this course, um, but I had nothing better to do today, so I thought I'd drop in and, you know, that's never happened. So, yeah. so I'm really uh, shit at my driver's yeah. hours, and I'd love to <laughs> I'd learn. I'd love more to learn some it. more. I'd love to yeah. come and do some extra t- tuition. I've never had that happen. Um, so you could say, well, that's you know, that's totally voluntary. Um, you know, it's no different for them to go down to the library and getting a book out and reading about it all, all day, you know. So, but I don't think it's ever happened. So I've always considered it to be working time, although I appreciate, as you say, Pete, like, you know, there, it won't be the first time that I've had somebody on the course who, who clearly, you know, th- treats it as if it isn't. But um, yeah, I think uh, from a commercial point of view, I would say uh, a lot of the time, I think if, if we were to do a poll, or do a survey of the industry across the country, um, I would say that the large majority of operators expect expect drivers to be voluntarily turning up yeah. uh, free of charge for a cost that they've yeah. they've put on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's, uh, it's 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 a tricky tricky uh, tricky thing based on based on what I've read based on what I've read anyway on yeah. on, on, yeah. on that information that's available to us. Yeah, I suppose the, the you know you, you think about. Um, I suppose probably even a different another podcast but driver gets into work on Monday morning having done a CPC on a Saturday there is certainly whether that is you know uh, again what, what, at what point would they need to do a manual entry to cover Saturday so if they're going to do a manual entry that kind of tells me that's working time isn't it so um that's what they would have to do they would have to put seven hours of working time not forgetting to put some breaks in uh, you know or it'd have to be more than seven hours because you need to put some breaks in there as well wouldn't you so um you know that that kind of answers the question doesn't it if they're going to do a manual entry on monday to say what they did on saturday or are they going to just put the you know just consider that to be rest, rest and that's until now yeah yeah and then i suppose you know the dodgy thing they get stopped the dvsa they download your tachograph um, you know, I've no idea whether this is actual fact or fiction, but uh, let's say the DVSA have access to your uh, driver records, and they say, "Oh, you attended a driver CPC course on Saturday. Where, where's the where's the record for it?" Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, Just no, I think it's largely untested, isn't it? So I, th- I guess as ever, let's put it to the to the listeners. Uh, get in touch. Let us know how do you manage driver CPC in your business. Uh, is it is it classed as working time? Do you do you class it as rest? And um, do we know of anyone that has had any enforcement? Uh, yeah, on, that's, on the subject that, is the I'm, key. Is the key. Do you know what? In, it's in, the same with all this. When you hear about things like you know we've 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 done this one to death. I know, but the twenty eight day rule. Uh, let let's have some some you know people come in to us and say yes. You know, not not I know somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody, but yes, that's happened to to one of our drivers. Yes, there was enforcement action taken. So because that's what you don't get to hear about, is it? Yeah, that's, absolutely. You never get and to hear about that. Like, like anything, I, and I think that's what causes so much hearsay in the in the yeah. industry is that actually a lot of the enforcement or the roadside enforcement. I know a lot of what goes via the 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 office of the traffic commissioner is largely publicly held information. Yeah. Um, but obviously, from an enforcement point of view, we don't we don't get to hear. You know, no, people no. don't like to share that information. But I think it'd be great if we had a bit more of a transparency around that enforcement because uh, it gives people a lot more to uh, to learn, doesn't it? You Absolutely. Know, and, and, and evidence, and evidence to evidence based. And, yeah, yeah evidence based. I'd, I'd much rather have approached this podcast from an evidence based. The only evidence we had is what's publicly available on the internet, um, but we had no evidence of any enforcement or anything like that, which would have been great to have yeah. added to the debate. So, uh, yeah, absolutely fantastic. So hopefully that's been of interest to people. 
Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And uh, yeah, these odd questions crop up, and uh, it leads leads us to, to to look at these things. So yeah, is keep there, them coming. Yeah, if you got yeah, if you've got anything else you'd like us to talk about, this one uh, this one was a, a request from a listener. Uh, so hopefully that's been helpful. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next see one. You on the next one. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share with your friends and colleagues too. Join us for free on Facebook with the Fleet Geeks community for transport and fleet managers. Fleet Geeks offers ongoing professional development, networking and mentoring too. So get in touch with me, Pete Rushmer, on any social media platform to find out more.